Alrighty. I'm trying this again. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Into the Aaron Verse. Show where I ran on about everything and anything. A little heads up Wednesday will be a big day for me and my team as we bring on a member of the Isogenics family who I have had the privilege of knowing for many years. Stay tuned and I will tell who that is next week. I know I've said a lot of that I said a lot of stuff as far as statistics goes, and I've been taking a break, you know, to kind of rethink things. I'm going to try to bring my best to bring you the show once a week. Um, a lot of interesting things have happened last year, like the five-hour DC Comics crossover, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It featured all the cast of all the DC show, the DC and CW shows, like uh, Swamp Thing. At the end, you'll see when I recap Part Five. Uh, Batwoman, Birds of Prey, the 90s Flash, just about every show is featured. And a couple of guest stars uh, were there too, like Ashley Scott, who was on the short-lived Birds of Prey series, uh, John Wesley Shike, who was the original Flash back in the 90s, uh, Burt Ward, who wore the Robin colors, but was not listed as Robin. I don't know how to explain it, but he, but he was. You got Kevin Conroy, who made the live, his live action debut as Bruce Wayne. Uh... Robert Wall from the original Batman series. Uh, and one, oh, I'm sorry, Tom Welling, Erica Durance, uh, I'll have to go, uh, I'll have to go back and Watch it to give you all the guest stars who appeared in the crossover. And speaking of which, when I recap part five with you guys, I will reveal a big name that made its cameo. On uh, the show. So stay tuned to find out who that was. In closing, I know I've gotten a lot of 
remarks on Facebook saying that the crossover did not tell a lot of stuff, blah, 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 blah. Well, <laughs> April 2, 2015. At the end of the crossover, when the Hall of Justice was revealed to honor Oliver Queen, and speaking of Oliver Queen, the series finale of Arrow is next Tuesday. While I am sorry to see that show go, I'm very happy to see what he'll do next. And, um, anyway, back to that other bit of cameo. The next crossover that I think will be done, and I know they will take a huge step back and probably limit it to at least one or two shows. They introduced Gleek, G-L-E-E-K. And no, I'm not talking about the fan following of the show Glee. I'm talking about the blue monkey that was a part of the Wonder Twins. In the comics, there was this blue monkey that they named Gleek. He went with him on several missions, and he has these powers to make himself disappear and reappear. Anyway, I got a feeling that this next crossover, however they do it, it's going to introduce Gleek. Because when you watch the final minutes of the crossover, You'll see that he escaped his cage at this off-grid Star Labs research facility. And I got a feeling that the Wonder Twins are going to factor into the next crossover as well. Which will be, even though small scale, I guarantee you it's going to be even better. With, the, even though, yes, Arrow's ending with the remaining shows that are still going to be on the CW. And quite frankly, I cannot wait to check out Stargirl. And see how her and uh, Stripesy factor into the new, to the new timeline. Anyway, 
Um, with that out of the way, I am so excited for all these upcoming movies. First up, The Batman, which is going to be directed by Matt Reeves. Now, rumor has it is that he will... Um, that he will direct the film with the working title Vengeance. Now, no confirmation as to how or as to what that full movie title will be. But I'm excited just to see how that cast, when it's complete, will click. Speaking of which, let's reveal who they are. First up, you got the Dark Knight himself, played by Twilight heartthrob Robert Pattinson. A lot of media outlets during the film shoot of, I believe, The Lighthouse will show that Robert Pattinson is indeed getting into shape to fit in the suit. And speaking of the suit, Robert Pattinson did have... As a matter of fact, input into the design of that costume. Then I recently received a message, well, in the form of an article, thanks to the team, that. Batgirl might be introduced in the Batman as well, and could it could possibly set up her own film. And the top choice, according to Warner Brothers, um, Gar, uh, according to Warner Brothers executives, is to have. Um, Daisy Ridley play the role of Barbara Gordon. Now, that could still be true due to the fact that she was photographed with a platinum color. And she's trying to get it close to how Batgirl had her color of hair in the comics. Next up for the Bat family is Alfred the Butler. Now, I am quite surprised as to who they got for that role. Andy Serkis, known for his work as Gollum in the Lord of the Rings films, will take on that character. Uh, I, I would... Now, I will put a concept that I believe Boss Logic did of Andy Serkis as well as the rest of the cast, the rest of the confirmed cast, on my show Facebook page to 
give you an idea of what their characters could like, could look like. Then next up for the good guys, we have Commissioner Gordon. Now, I've been a big fan of the character ever since the TV show in the 60s when it went into syndication. And I applaud Pat Hingle, who took on the role for Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. And then you saw a newer, more updated version with Gary Oldman in Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. And, and I'm quite anxious to see how Jeffrey Wright clicks with the cast. It's going to be an awesome film. I cannot wait to see it come out in 2021. Now, on to the villains. While I'm a big fan of the rogues in Batman, as well as being a big fan of Batman in general, here are the three confirmed villains cast. The Penguin, played by five foot ten-ish, I believe, Colin Farrell. You'll know him from uh, Dumbo. You'll know him from Miami Vice, and for you Marvel fans, you'll know him as Bullseye from Daredevil. And the next role up to uh, being cast is Catwoman. I cannot wait to see uh, Zoe Kravitz who play Angel Salvador in uh, uh, <clears throat> X-Men First Class step into the role who was praised by Michelle Vice. Now, she played Catwoman in uh, Batman Returns. Had nothing but high compliments for their replacement which ranged from Zoe Kravitz and Colin Farrell for the Penguin. And his high comments came from uh, Danny DeVito, who also was in Batman Returns. And I also mentioned to you that Paul Dano, who played the young Brian Wilson in For Love and Mercy, has been cast as Eddie Nashton, a.k.a. Edward Nigma, a.k.a. The Riddler. He w is one of, uh, I'm sorry, three, uh, the third of the six villains that have been cast for the sixth rogues villain type group. That will appear in the Batman. The other two non-rogues that 
I cannot wait to see make their debut is Peter uh, Sarsgaard, who is indeed married to, Mag to Maggie Gyllenhaal as the role, uh, as an undisclosed role, and John Turturro. Now, I can't wait to see him cast as Carmine Falcone. So far, this movie is setting up to be an awesome film. I cannot wait to see the complete cast be revealed. And I will be the first one to bring it to you when it is done. Next up is Wonder Woman 84. That hits sometimes next year, I believe. It features returning stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Connie Nielsen, and newcomer Pedro Pascal from Disney's The Mandalorian as Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor, Maxwell Lord, and Hippolyta Respectively, joining the fray is Kristen Wiig, who plays who will play the part of the cheetah. How the cheetah will factor into the story, I will tell you in a future episode. Now I know I said I wasn't going to be political, but this stuff with the 2017 Astros and them being involved in the cheating, it really gets be angry. It does. Speaking of which, um, I've been seeing all these negative tweets posted from Barstool Sports, Rich Eisen, uh, Rich Eisen, and they've been actively pressuring the Astros to um, to um, Admit that they were involved in the, in, in the cheating. More than likely, their Red Sox and Dodgers fans respectively. Speaking of the Dodgers, an article that I found on the... The... Uh, Astros uh, Nation Facebook page says this. It's utterly laughable. The Astros and the Dodge and the Red Sox are being told by a LA Council and the MLB to give up their World Series titles that they won fair and square. The Astros and the Red Sox are just bitter. And I find that post, it, it's laughable. Now, for the constant negativity that Rich Eisen and Barstool Sports and Jared Carabas has uh, spewed. Guys, grow up. 
all you've done is you've dragged a team and underdog who had no chance of getting as far as they did, but they did. They played dominant baseball. They won a hundred plus games in their first World Series ring. Grow up. Now, my next bit of ranting, ranting is to you, Mike Fires. You're a stinking rat. And I'll tell you why. You went to a reporter and told them, oh, hey, yeah, the Astros cheated in 2017. You opened as an ongoing investigative floodgate with the MLB. Congratulations. And I have to ask this one, this one question. Are you happy with what you did? Now, my next bit of ranting is to you, Alex Cora. I know for the fact that you got away, or at least you thought you were going to get away, scot-free, with the uh, with the sign stealing when you went to Boston. But hearing from several fans that your punishment will be harsher when they find out that you are the mastermind. But what did you do? You mutually agreed to step down. You're thinking that you just got a suspension for one year. After the after the MLB finds out that it was you who set up the cameras, set up the equipment to steal the signs, you're done. You're toast. You're finished. Now, why are you are fans saying, "Oh, if so and so manages the Red Sox, it'll only." They'll only be guaranteed one condition if Alex Cora is agreed to come back after one year. My question to you guys is this. Do you think you can be trusted? And if so, leave me a comment on my Facebook page or the show page. But in my opinion, I don't think he'll be able to come back. I don't think he'll be able to land a job Anywhere in the major league. Same thing with AJ Hinch. If he's vindicated, I, I don't know if he'll be able to come back to Houston. Speaking of which, Jim Crane says this we hope to have a GM and a skipper by February. And issue a statement to the MLB saying that we apologize for doing what we did. I know you're going to be listening, Mr. Crane. 
I have the utmost respect for you, but why are you apologizing for stuff that you that the Astros didn't do? Half of your guys went out there and they did their job, like Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, George Springer, Carlos Correa, Josh Reddick, to name a few. And yet you're one to apologize. Quite frankly, I agree with Scott Boris that you got you guys shouldn't apologize for doing what you did. Because I'll say it again, half of the team didn't know what they were doing. Um what what is there to say? Except for my closing remarks. You have a lot of anxious baseball fans getting ready to root for your favorite team. I mean, for their favorite team. You have passionate 49ers fans. You have passionate Kansas City Chiefs fans getting ready to cheer for them during the Super Bowl and knowing their voice is going to be hoarse the next day because they scream so loud at the TV. <laughs> Anyway, I can't wait to hear your comments on who you're going to pull for, who you're going to wish that was in the World Series. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.